Hey, Zeke. Yes, sir. It's been a while since I've had you on the ads before a show, but it is June. And what's a big day that comes up in June? Father's Day. It is Father's Day, and it could be dad season all year long with Orca Coolers. If you want a chaser, you want a camper, you want a traveler, all the things they have. They have those whiskey barrel chasers. They have the roto-molded coolers. Zeke, you're still rocking that Georgia National Championships chaser, right? You know it. I say this to you because this is a sponsor I am very comfortable with that you use their products and love their products. So go ahead and go to orcacoolers.com. Use code DADSEASON. It is Zeke approved to get 20% off your order and get your dad or yourself something great for Father's Day. Zeke, today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you are a distillery, if you are a bourbon group, a blog, whatever it is, a podcast, maybe you're another podcast like us and you want laser etched custom glassware, go ahead and reach out to me. I'd love to get you in touch with the whole team over at distilleryproducts.com. They also have cool swag like flasks, stirs, bar tools, also other stuff that you can laser engrave at wholesale prices at distilleryproducts.com. Last but not least, I have this on here because we know Zeke is not doing this one and he really wants to troll me bad doing it. But like, I want to sell you on the Spartan race, Zeke. I don't know if you know this. Like, have you ever seen the people that have the Spartan finisher tees on around ever? Like, have you wondered what's in a Spartan race? No, I I mean, I I can't say that I have, but if I did, I don't think it would have held my attention too long to begin with. Well, there's 5K, 10K, half marathon, even longer races, but with obstacles along the way, there's wall climbs, rope climbs, monkey bars. We know that like I'm going to go three monkey bars and fall, but I'm still going to do it and have fun because there is even a spear throw. So if you want to test your overall fitness, but whatever reason you want to race for, the feel you get when you cross the finish line the camaraderie on the course go ahead and reach out to us put a date on the calendar let's take a spartan race together all you have to do is post a video of yourself training for the spartan race use the hashtag spartan training tag spartan and tag us at dad's drinking bourbon then send me a screen grab i will give you the code for the free race do a spartan race with us or me while zeke watches and drinks everyone. My name is John Edwards. Zeke Baker is on assignment and together we make the dad's drink of bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for making us part of your day. I'm not going to try to hide this because you all can see from the title of the podcast. We have two very, very special people here today. Both I could do two hour podcasts with in their own right. One would be more whiskey and spirits focused. The other would be related to my sports background. But we have two awesome people that have come together to make Puncher's Chance Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. They also have The Distance. It is a 12-year Tennessee bourbon, and that is Umberto Lucchini, formerly of Campari for 17 years, now has gone out in his own right with Wolf Spirits. And then we also have Bruce Buffer. You know him. You love him. 
He is the voice that calls everybody to the octagon. Thank you both very much for joining Dad's Drinky Bourbon today. My pleasure. Thank you for having us on. A lot of people could say Bruce is the voice of the octagon, and that's how he's famous. I have a special affinity for him being a University of Kentucky grad. Thank you for everything you do announcing Kentucky's March Madness. It's always a pleasure to have you there. Oh, thanks very much. I, I, I appreciate that, John. That that was, you know, I do a lot of things outside the UFC octagon. I appear for, I'm the Raiders guy. I open up all the home games. Uh, they made me part of the team. I'll be back this season. UFC, I've done basketball, NBA, everything. But I got to tell you, that night that I was at March Madness, coming out, introducing the team and the coach, the legendary coach, that was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. That was amazing. The energy from all the uh, university fans and the audience, it was it was just a great experience. It really was. We're crazy. And I know you know this, but it was so hard, you know, being a Kentucky grad and then covering Kentucky as long as I did. You can't cheer in the press box. Everybody knows this. And man, it's tough sometimes at Kentucky games. I can imagine. But in doing research, so this is the one thing I'm going to bring up, and I'm sorry, it's about your brother, but you also manage. People might not know this about you. Not only are you doing all that other stuff that you do, but you manage the whole buffer empire. Let's Get Ready to Rumble has got over $500 million in sales. Like, that's the craziest thing ever. Well, you know, we started out together, my brother and I, the story is known out there. We're long lost half brothers. We met when I was around 28. I never knew he existed. That's a whole story into itself. Four years after we met, I became his manager, partner. And my goal was to trademark that phrase properly, put it on the tip of everybody's tongue, make it a part of American culture. And that's exactly what we did. So along with his grandiose, legendary way of saying it and his James Bond image and everything mixed with my marketing uh, ability and getting out there and pounding the pavement as Umberto knows what it takes to make anything work. You got to pound that pavement. We built it. You know, we've had over $400 million in sales of licensed products, toys, video games, WCW toys, on and on and on events. And it's just been a great like 30 year experience. It's been incredible. And I'm doing the same now with my brand. It's time, which I'm building very strongly. And I bring that up, not because I wanted to bring up your brother, but more because because for me as a dork, as a business guy who works in, in technology, I find that to be the better story, right? Like he has the voice and yes, he's the talent. But if you didn't come in there and say, hey, bud, you got to do this right. And that's exactly what you two have decided to do with the whiskey. Having that marketing background and knowing how to market, you're like, all right, who's somebody I can partner with that is actually going to get this done. And I don't know which one went to the other one first, but Umberto, you re-imaged all of Wild Turkey. You were part of the acquisition of Wild Turkey and those brands by Campari when it left Pernod Ricard. You completely revamped and created Espelon. I know you're kind of looking yeah. at me like, all right, stop talking about me. But I mean, these are crazy yeah. things. Espelon is yeah. such a great tequila. They have the the X. That's one of my favorite ones. The one that's uh, aged in Wild Turkey barrels. So yep. you're a man that knows how to get things done from the spirit side. How did you two get together? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question. And uh, first of all, thank you for putting me at the same level, Bruce. I, I'm very far from, uh, from <laughs> In this from industry, that. you're way uh, above me, Umberto. I mean, 17 yeah, years and what you've you. done in your... Yeah, I, but, I think for people yeah, that don't wow. understand, we are very much whiskey dorks, right? Like our show, we're, we right. famously have famous people on and we're like, so what's the mash bill? And they're like, uh, you know, like we yeah, get yeah. into, you know, what's the char of the barrel? What's the mash bill? All yeah. that kind of stuff. And I think 
think for a lot of people listening, you a hundred percent, you're on the same level. You are a star yeah. in the industry on your own. There's some industries, and, and I think the the one that brews his career a lot, uh, which is MMA. There's a combination of culture and people that make them incredibly special. And uh, in the spirits industry, bourbon, tequila, in the same way, um, they combine the culture of the place because it's inherent in the product and then the people around it and in it who work for the pleasure of what they're doing, not to make money, which uh, obviously many other industries are more driven, financially driven. These are driven purely by passion and belief and uh, MMA is just the same. UFC obviously is the pinnacle, but every other league, you hear the stories of these fighters and you get chills. I mean, the, the, these guys are really, and, and women, I mean, they talk about inspirational characters. But to answer your question, as I uh, was creating a bourbon, and, and to be honest, leaving a house like the, well, the home of Wild Turkey and everything that that brand and those people represent, leaving that and, and going by yourself and, in, and launching a bourbon, it's, it's intimidating because you don't have the massive history and heritage and authenticity that those brands bring. So rather than trying to reinvent something or, or being too creative, which sometimes ends up sounding fake, I approached it from a very honest, transparent way. We're new to the game. We'll try to do our best to source the best bourbon we can get to give you consumers at an affordable price. And we just going to give it a shot. And the best metaphor for that is what happens in MMA and boxing overall, which is that puncher's chance. That little hope for the, the underdog to still turn, turn the game in its favor or the fight in its favor. So we are the underdog in the whiskey category, in bourbon specifically. We don't shy about it and we don't hide about it, but we launched a brand which we think has the chance of actually making a difference out there. And along the way, pleasing a lot of drinkers with a great bourbon. So when the brand was, the name at least was defined and the, the idea behind it, it just happened. You always need a bit of luck, but it just happened that the name Bruce Buffer came uh, in my inbox and it came through our CEO who has a, his nephew is a, is a film producer and, and had known Bruce from various TV commercials, I believe. And so when the name of Bruce came up as a potential, because and of course you can tell that story, he was looking for to do something in the spirits world. I wanted first and foremost, meet the man. Because as I said, it's about the culture and the people. And for me, I don't. I never judge celebrities and all that. I, there's, I'm sure there's phenomenal celebrities out there. Others who are more driven by image. I, I just don't. I had the privilege of working with Matthew McConaughey, but it's not that it changed my life. But I wanted to meet Bruce. And uh, honestly, since then, there was no way back. I, I thought, we have the brand for you. You fit in perfectly. Let's getting this journey together how it's gonna end who cares let's enjoy the journey so did you think of the name before bruce popped in your inbox or did you think of the name after 
I just like to say, if I may, that when I did meet Umberto and I met our other partner, Brad, their pedigree and what they do was just phenomenal. So that had me sold going in the door. But I turned down a tequila and a cachaça rum over the previous couple of year period because I've been looking for a spirit for years um, because I didn't like the product. I didn't like the business acumen of the people. When I met Umberto, the passion that he had, the passion Brad had matched my passion for what I wanted to do. And that's very big with me. But they had already named it. And when I saw the bottle puncher's chance... And I saw the name, it's like, wow, that's what my life is all about. How one punch can change your life. I've been an underdog my whole life and everything I've done. When I took over my brother's management after I met him, people thought I was crazy because I was making amazing money and, and, and very successful in the business I was in, but I was burned out, totally burned out. So I wanted to go for something new. I was an underdog. We already talked about how that turned out. And um, even the same thing with UFC, when that started, everybody was, you know, that was never guaranteed it was going to make it. I love the puncher's chance in life. But when I tasted it, it truly is what I like to say is the smooth nectar of the bourbon gods. It's amazing. And I'm a bourbon lover. So, I mean, he had me sold. And I, I couldn't find anything negative. It was a win-win from the beginning, right off the bat. Well, I was going to ask, and, and I'll get back to some of the other questions, but, you know, we know Umberto has a spirits background. Bruce, what was your experience with bourbon besides the fact that I'm sure we gave you some good bourbon when you went to Lexington. What was your experience with bourbon before that? My experience with bourbon before that is simply this, you know, enjoying it. I mean, sipping it, whether it was Woodward Reserve or, you know, I even enjoyed Bullet for a while. And um, But I was never, I was never really blown away by any bourbons out there. You know, I'm sure there's some very expensive ones and I've been able to sip those too. And yes, they're amazing. I loved it. I always enjoyed bourbon more so than the other liquors that I drank. But this, honestly, and I'm not just saying this to be a show for the product because I'm on the show today. I, I have a lot of things to do in life. I don't need another business venture um, because just to do something. And, and I'm the first one to cash the paycheck on a Monday morning at the bank, but that's not where I'm at in my life right now. I'm all about passion and believing in my product. And I love representing this product because it sells itself, you know, and we've won six gold medals, three for bottle design, three for taste. And the bourbon spectator just called us, which I'm so proud about the top five best sipping bourbons in America in the $30 price range, you know, which is amazing coming out the door. And with all the other bourbons that the Alberto is creating and our, uh, our distiller is creating, it's amazing. We had the 12 year distance, the reserve that came out. Notice that it's been hit. <laughs> That's $120 a bottle. And I just had, Two emails yesterday, people want to buy and they can't because it's sold out. You know, and we're selling. And the only reason you sell in life at past a certain point off initial taste is because people love your product. It's so incredible to have that in our corner. Funny thing that you bring that up, and I was going to talk about this, like, yes, you guys went and sourced whiskey. Yes, starting a distillery is hard. You're either going the sourcing route or you're buying a distillery and you're waiting a long time to get stuff out and you're putting out clear liquids until that happens. Your puncher's chance, you mentioned the price. It's a $30 whiskey, but it's five to six year distillate that you're blending together for this. It's 90 proof, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% barley. I know you probably have an NDA. I know that there's probably one of two places you got that from in the state of Kentucky, but I mean, that's not a bad product to be putting out at a very fair tr price. And if you're going, I, th I think kind of your regular puncher's chance, I have a feeling that you want that to be more of a daily drinker for people because of where you priced it, because of how it tastes. It's got a little, little tingle on it. It's not too much, but it's very light. It's not a huge, like overwhelming uh, mouthfeel. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying, I, I say this all the time. There's that Monday through Thursday pour. Hey, you're working late yeah. and you don't want to feel too much and, and you don't want that. You just want a sip of whiskey, but you don't want to you know feel it the next day. That's 
totally what I get from this. And putting out a 90 proof distillate that's five to six years old at 30 bucks is a very, very fair shake. And I think it gets overlooked. Both of you have a lot of experience building brands. You want to have loyal fans and you want them to come back. Don't overprice yourself to not have those return customers. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of the reasons you pointed out is that actually this could easily be a $60 bottle of bourbon. And Alberto will agree with me on this. I'm sure we've discussed this before. And, and this is from them to me. I'm sorry if I'm speaking for you, Alberto, but the quality of this bourbon is so high. But we wanted to be a price point that everybody can enjoy it every day. And that's why Umberto works so hard and brilliantly creating the other brands coming out, such as the 12-year reserve or a single barrel brand that's going to be coming out soon. So Umberto's loading the pipeline properly, but the mainstay and the one that's in the shelves all day long is Puncher's Chance. It's the basic. It's more than basic. It's far, far beyond a basic bourbon. <laughs> Now, with that, the single barrel brand, is that going to be under the Puncher's Chance umbrella, or are you going to oh, yeah. name, name that something different? It is going to be um, something by Puncher's Chance. Okay. I, I'm not and like then, trying to get the scoop. Nah, I no just worries. didn't know if it's... Uh... We're, we're, we're going to release it in, in, in less than a month, so you'll hear pretty soon about it. But it, it is uh, still under the Puncher's Chance umbrella, absolutely. The strategy here, which, again, it's not about strategy in itself, but is the way that I think we should approach as an underdog is provide, because there's phenomenal liquids, phenomenal brands out there at 60, 70, $80 price point, phenomenal bourbons, uh, a lot of respect for them. It's hard to scale at a national level to make it a business that can actually sustain a lot of employees if uh, at that price point and, uh, that, um, and that special liquid. So our approach is let's get a, a very good liquid and, and you tend to find it, I mean, from Jimmy Russell to all the big distillers will tell you after eight or 10 years, bourbon is a hit or miss. So let's find something below eight years, but decent or good that can stand up in a cocktail, in an old fashioned, can stand up a bit of punch. You don't want to overwhelm, but you want to have a character and let's make it affordable and accessible because the majority, and you know this and has no... I mean, it's not to be disrespectful to the to the aficionados, but the majority of whiskey drinkers can barely differentiate Jack Daniel and Crown Royal, which neither of them are, are bourbon. So we have to think that the yeah. average consumer out there, the average consumer is is not is not as sophisticated now because there's so many more coming in. There's more interest, more education. Tequila is the same. It used to be a whole nightmare experience now we are a lot more educated about tequila we know a lot more in general then you still have your pinnacle who are very experts like just like you have in bourbon but i need i wanted to provide something for for the the, the main the majority of drinkers who in the end want an affordable bourbon but i i do believe in kentucky so i was really keen in having kentucky on the label because I don't think it's just a brand thing. I think it's a, just a natural way the product is made. Silicon Valley is the heart of tech. Kentucky is the heart of bourbon. There's, it just you just get better quality out of uh, out of the area. That's ninety proof. All the other variants are there to show that we can stand up uh, in the high end, high quality uh, world as well. Uh, but we are not just a high end product. We are also a product for the general market. And uh, because it's the positioning also of our brand, it's the way we approach it with Bruce Buffer is, uh, is to be affordable to everybody. And we want to tap 
to some big uh, emotions that everybody has. I mean, the, the the underdog story is a story that honestly we can think of. Every, everyone has. Everyone can speak to an underdog story in their life, and I think that's a universal truth. As a guy who graduated from Kentucky, who lives in Tennessee, I will yeah. tell you that Jack Daniels is bourbon, but I will just leave it there. Hey, I wish there were more brands that did such a phenomenal job with their branding. Jack Daniel, you go anywhere in the world that is quintessential American. And there's not many brands because Coca-Cola here and there, but there's not many brands that can say become quintessential American that way. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you saw it. The documentary yeah. really set it apart. No, I just, I could have said it better than, than Umberto. I'm glad he's on the interview with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like to segue to Umberto to say it properly. <laughs> One question I have on the single barrel and not necessarily to focus on that. Are y'all going to sure. sit there and have different proofs for different barrels in, in the sense of like, is it going to be a yearly release of single barrels? Is it just going to kind of be coming? Yeah, we're going to make it continuous and we're going to, we're going to standardize the proof to a, a nice fiery 108 proof so it's uh it's it, it definitely has a punch and it's it's a constant release uh we have enough barrels and there's definitely been a lot of requests for, for these we're doing a private barrel program for specific retailers that has made us think okay we have actually a product that can legitimately support this in the market the, so kind of like what you did with russell's correct got it Right. Using that knowledge, going on, doing other stuff. I mean, I see it. It's not broken. Don't need to fix it. The Try other it. thing that's here is the distance. It's the 12 year Tennessee bourbon. It's $120. It's 84, 8, and 8. Everybody kind of knows where that is, but it is yep. a proprietary yeast. So, how were you able to swing that? That just really made my ears perk up and my eyes perk up. Because we partner with IJW. IJW is a company has been under the radar for many years and let's call it a um, a company which is a hybrid of bbc if you know Bartstone bourbon mm -hmm. company obviously and, and mgp where they uh, buy barrels in the market as an investment and also they do bottling for other for other brands and they wanted to create their own brand and they knocked on the door and i opened uh, very happily to to them and because they gave me access to a phenomenal amount of uh, different types of uh, mash bills. Uh, I think seven, seven to eight different mash bills I can play around with. And they, they, they can source yeast very in, in proprietary ways for many, uh, for, for all these mash bills. And the other thing I wanted to say is that the, the two blenders, we have a master blender and a master distiller. And uh, I have to say, I, having worked Wild Turkey and the pleasure of working with Jimmy Russell, I had never really explored the art of blending. And uh, now I, I discovered that art. And I have to say it's just as fascinating because our blender creates these unique products and then finishes them in, in such a, a nice touch that the, the Cabernet Sauvignon for the 12-year-old was it is really beautiful. It really uh, smoothens the whole, the whole experience at, 100, uh, at the proof level where we are. I have to say we'll have uh, another release, which is older than 12-year-old, um, later in September, finished again in, in a phenomenal way. And uh, we are really having fun with this. But that is purely because we, we partner with a company that has actually a lot of inventory that we can play around in. The interesting thing about this is when I see 84, 8, and 8, 
everybody kind of goes like, oh, all right, it's going to be high in corn and it's going to yeah. have that certain profile that everybody knows right. from the Tullahoma distillate. I don't yeah. get that. I get some corn on this, but I really think the fruitiness of the cab salve really comes out, especially like if I get the corn here, it's really on the front of my palate. It's really right. fruity towards the back palate. And I think for people listening, yeah. If you're expecting it to taste a certain way because you hear 84, 8, and 8, that's not what I'm you're getting right. on this at all. Yeah, what I realized, and I learned this, so I'm not teaching here, <laughs> is that the I think it's spent between four to five months on in, in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels as a finishing touch. And they were sourced in California, if I remember well. Depending on that type of wine and the way it aged, I think it really helped smoothening it. Uh, and, and the art in selecting the barrels as well, as well is, is fascinating because, uh, you know, barrels age differently in, in different ways, depending on where you buy them from. So I also thought it was very interesting that these aged in both a stone warehouse and regular traditional wood ricks. Do you think yeah. that had anything to do? I mean, I hear stories all the time about stone rick houses lower the proof. Did that yeah. have anything to do with the fact that y'all put this at 96 proof? And do you think you had two different barrels, types of barrels that were coming together that made something? It's almost like you were blending this even though you were finishing it. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I think it was more about the barrels than the actual where between brick houses and, and, and a stone and, and wooden brick houses. I, I, think, I think it was more the barrels. I noticed a lot right now, and there's the same debate between palletized and standard. Right now, I don't think there's enough evidence of there to justify either positions. I think it comes down more to how much whiskey are you making, right? Like if you could afford yeah. to put it on the side, yeah. you don't have a exactly. lot. But if you're, yeah. you know, if you're a Jack, you're a Barton, you're a Beam, you're probably palletizing that. Financially, it's a, it's a no-brainer, right? I mean, you save so much in space that it, it, it kind of... It's hard to debate with a CFO on the on that, but <laughs> any any, I would say the majority of master distillers will tell you, please don't do that, <laughs> very kindly. But you know, there's a lot of other considerations to be made. So I have a question for Bruce because you're putting a whole lot. I mean, you're a partner. I'm sure you got some money in this game too. How much do you get to play around with this whiskey? Are you able to go and taste it and kind of give your opinion? What, what's your take on that? I have a very cushy seat. Roberto is doing all the work. Brad's doing all the work. I do a lot of work, but mine is in the marketing and the, and the, you know, the branding of the product. I'm happy to say that, you know, this is one product or venture that I didn't start from scratch, although I was involved, but they were already in this game uh, before Punchers got released. I don't know how long, Umberto, you're probably doing this for at least six to 12 months before we partnered up, right? So they did all the legwork. Yeah. I give all the credit to Umberto. I give yeah. him all the credit. I'm just sitting back and he's he's presented me with this beautiful bourbon baby that I'm just going to watch grow and I'm going to do everything I can to be one of the best uncles I've ever had. You know, it's the best way I can put yeah. it. The reality is we, we wanted... Um, and I mean, Bruce doesn't know this until now, but he's going to be involved in, 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 in some limited edition that it's coming down the line. But first, I, want, I, I wanted to establish the brand kind of above everything. And then Bruce will need to uh, step up uh, and, and have his own bourbon here uh, with his name and signature behind it that he can show to all his family and 
and his wonderful parents that I got the chance to meet as well. So, that's oh wow, great. you know, I, I'm like, I'm turning, I'm turning. Actually, I'm blushing right now. <laughs> I've heard inklings uh, of that, but the fact that you're saying that right now, I can't wait for that. Oh um, yeah, possibly the it's time bourbon. You know, <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, I mean, not even buffer. Like your name is a great like buffer reserve, but when it comes down to having your own bourbon, it's time. But not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? It's time for you it to get even, in the ring. Well, I can I can use, listen, it doesn't even have to be named it's time because it's time can be used. This is how my marketing mind works. You can say anything you want. I'll give you $1,000. By the end of this interview, you come up with something I can't put it's time in front of or behind. Trust me, you won't be able to. Very hard. It, it should be saved for the, the branding and the marketing, maybe the name of the product. But I, I could come up with three names right now that would be great. Yeah. I don't even want to say I'm on the air, Roberto. I'll tell you later. Please, I can do please don't. One, but I'm not going to say it. So, Roberto okay. <laughs> knows if we get together like that, we're going to come up with the most phenomenal combination, whether it's this time or something else. It'll work. Trust me. I'm waiting for your roundhouse rye. I think that's coming yeah. out, and uh, yeah, there, there's lots, uh, lots of good stuff we, here. We do have rye. We we do have rye available, and we are looking into that for next year. Yes, uh, I don't know if it's roundhouse, but. <laughs> <laughs> Roundhouse Rye just has a ring to it. It sounds good, actually. You have all this stuff. You have stuff that is not even out yet. You have a lot of tricks up your sleeve. One thing I will ask is, obviously, as an NDP, are there plans to have a distillery? And if not, how are you navigating the space of, you know, there's a lot of people out there that want a lot of barrels, and there's a lot of people fighting for barrels right now. Yeah. Uh, So which camp are you falling in? January, February, we should have a distillery up and running in the Danville. So uh, not to find from far from Wilderness Trail and, and that area. So, yes, we, we will have our own distillery. That's awesome because that gives me, I mean, right now I feel like Wilderness Trail is out on its own. And it's kind of yeah. nice to have some other distilleries out there with it. You should definitely come. Now you have two to, to come and check it also, out. It also adds a tremendous amount of credibility to the product, you know. How can you be a top brand if you don't have your own store, right? There are yeah. people that do it, but you know, they got to have those long-term deals. They they need a Bruce Buffer there wheeling and dealing for them to make sure it happens. Bruce Buffer is going nowhere except Hunter's Chance. Bruce Buffer wants to build. I don't like talking about myself. I would also. <laughs> I am not going to. I'm not going to rest to be content until this is a half billion to a billion dollar brand. And I think we're going to achieve that in the next two to three years, the way things are working. Because everything, as English say during World War II, everything is going according to schedule. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think for the people that are are listening, the, the distance, I really, yes, it's $120, but I really think it, it tastes mature. It has that fruity notes to it. It has a little bit of that sweet corn in the front. It's got a great nose, uh, definitely a, a solid LTO, if that's, kind of where you're going with this is the distance always going to be out or is it more of an lto yeah hold on to it because that's it are we going to do another distance in a few years who knows i'm not gonna speculate but uh this these are yeah limit, limited time only. so and the same will be the one coming later this year that's awesome but every year we'll every year we'll release a limited edition where we have a bit of fun and then we'll try to expand our port like main mainstream portfolio i mentioned the rye obviously there's a single barrel there's a barrel proof there's a lot of other things we can do well i can't wait to see where you all go and thank you for spending time with me i 
you know, this puncher's chance, the regular 90 proof solid drinker, especially at the price you're getting five to six year old whiskey. I uh, appreciate that. I appreciate both of you taking time out of your day to talk to me. You can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Leave us an open and honest review. Just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink, you can probably find Puncher's Chance on all the socials, Puncher's Chance, puncherschance.com, anywhere else. Uh, yeah, it's puncherschancebourbon.com, the website, and then, yes, on Instagram, you'll find us easily. Uh, we are starting to do a bit of TikTok as well, and then Twitter, yeah. Good yeah. luck with that TikTok. I'm too old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well... I get a lot of demand for TikTok. I'm going to start putting TikTok videos up and there'll be puncher's chance videos in those too. So I have, I have a person working on that right now because I don't have the time to do TikTok. Instagram and Twitter take enough of my time. <laughs> I send those people my way. I need them. But cheers, <laughs> y'all. Thank you.